This is the Prayer and Push-Ups Podcast, Healthy Living for the Mind, Body, and Soul. My name is Ben Tulugan. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, Neil, the giant ginger Maxwell. Welcome to the gym. And it just dawned on me as I said that, that I think in last the last episode, I failed to actually welcome everyone to the gym. I was so excited about our guest. I kind of forgot what I was doing. So anyway, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that our guest is Rebecca Dussault. If you did not listen to last week's episode, turn this off right now, go listen to that one, and then come back. Because you don't want to miss out on that. You got to listen to the... (laughs) the predecessor of this part one this will be part two um rebecca thank you for sticking around and chatting with us a little bit more uh so too fun (laughs) so rebecca is a uh was 2006 cross-country ski olympian she competed in the winter olympics she is a winter triathlon world champion mother of six founder and coach at fit catholic mom and as well as some other things that we'll get into. Uh, she told us what is an amazing story and should be turned into a movie in part mm-hmm. one. Um, so after winning the Winter Triathlon Championship, what kind of led you into starting your your fitness, fitness business with Fit Catholic Mom slash sometimes dad? Yeah, right. So... You know, after after the Olympics, I started receiving speaking requests, none of which were secular, mind you. They do not want a faithful Catholic coming in and saying anything about God in sport. But uh, the the faithful really started to latch onto the story. Many of whom had been, you know, following certainly as as I trained and raced all the years leading up to it. Um, so I started accepting those media invitations, and it just became apparent that. For this to perpetuate, for this beautiful, awesome gift and talent to to be perpetuated, to take my five talents or ten talents and to double them, I was going to need to continue on in this vein. Um, and it was it's a voice that comes really natural naturally to me to be very encouraging to women, but also really hold their feet to the fire and challenge them because I think women sell themselves short and mothers definitely do. They think that once they begin motherhood, they can't do other things and do them well oftentimes. And I aim to, you know, break that, that stereotype. And so, you know, for me, it was just a kind of a continuation of everything I'd already been living. I'm like, wait, I, I live faithful, totally faithful. I live totally fit. I live as a foodie. I have family. These are all my F words, pardon me. Um, and I farm. And like, I want to bring all these things together in a great integration, not only for myself, but why hold this treasure just for myself if I could somehow bless other women and heal other homes, essentially, starting with the heart of the home, that of the woman. I, I see both of you. I know you as heads of your home. Um, we get that special place as heart of the home where we course blood to all members of the family. Uh, so for me, it just became like, how do I do this? Okay, well, I'm going to start local. So I started, you know, I could take on one or two clients. So it's what I had time for. And then that kind of snowballed a little bit bigger to writing some online training for women. And then that just became like two hands full uh, to write individual training. I could only take on about five clients before I was going crazy doing that once a month. And I thought, okay, there has got to be another way. 
So my husband's the super smarts behind the behind the camera. You know, I'm happy to be in front of the camera, but he's behind the computer, behind the screen, behind the, the camera. He always has been um, pushing me toward excellence. And he said, we've got to make a course. We've got to make an online offering so that you can reach many and more women, no matter where they are. So Fit Catholic Mom is uh, the second version of me trying to launch business. It used to be called Mass Start. I was like, you know, when we start a ski race all together, it's a mass start. Mm. And we learn, you know, you sometimes you're leading and that's awesome, but you can also draft and follow. Like it had all this concept for me. And I thought, of course, and it all starts with the mass for me as a, as a devout Catholic. That I love that play on words. No one knew what that was about. Mass Start. That didn't say what I did at all whatsoever. So that kind of was dead in the water and that was okay because it gave rise um, almost five years ago. Yeah, probably about exactly five years ago to Fit Catholic Mom. And uh, ultimately that wasn't uh, an online course until three years ago. So celebrating some big milestones for me and just having had clients now all over the world and putting women through an incredible comprehensive formation where they come out. And the thing I'm most concerned is that they say, yes, what I have built, I, ha I can sustain. What I do with food and my family now, I can sustain. What I learned about mindset and how important that is and how it's the driving force for me doing anything well and anything right, uh, I can sustain that. And I just, I give them all these sustainable pieces. Of course, I I pack their ability box. You guys would probably know it as a toolbox. I pack their ability box with things as Catholic women that they can do. They don't feel like they're beholden to a gym and have to go there and have to make a class time and have to put their kids in the Jeremy gym rooms and have to, uh, you know, jump into a class with, uh, I always call it, I always say, um, oh, Eric, he teaches a boot camp, boot camp class. You can go three mornings a week. It's at six o'clock in the morning. We know your husband works at seven, but you can come and like, so we don't have to fit into that mold of how the world says to become fit. So I teach them how to work out at home or from home and how to integrate that so, so thoroughly with their spiritual health that they see them as one and the same. And they, they enjoy those things coming together. So Fit Catholic Mom is, uh, yeah, it's, it's what I do. It doesn't really take away from my family life. I've plugged it into my, play, my life in smart places, but it's, it's just changing lives and it's beautiful. And I selfishly love the accountability because you have to, <clears throat> when you're that public figure, you have to walk the walk and talk the talk, right? Right. Um, so it's, it's great to be on video in front of women and, and just to show them that I'm totally human too, totally human. I mean, the bet, the biggest, uh, I would say engagement I get from women is like when I show them my body, 48 pounds overweight after a pregnancy, like, you know what? I got to get down back down too. I got to do everything I told you to do probably and more, uh, to get healthy again. And so it's beautiful. Women really resonate with that. And it's a fun journey. That I don't even know what your question was. I know it was about Fit Catholic Mom, but I think I answered it. No, you, <laughs> you did. You did. I, you did. Um, I love so, that you you mentioned that it was uh, that you you try to help them see their living, you know, fit and healthy, and their spiritual life is one and the same. Because that's that's what we're all about is the the body soul composite that one affects the other that that is the that is the person right we we are not complete without both we are we are both body and soul the two are entwined to make up who we are and we need to care for both of them um which is the whole point of this 
podcast is to discuss the fact that we need to take care for both and uh, work both. And I think Neil has something to interject here as well. So I, I guess what I'm really interested in is um, when you're bringing on uh, women and in, in, in training them, um, you're probably getting all levels, right? Like women who just were a, maybe in a varsity sport in high school, kind of let it go in college. Now they're trained to bounce back from a pregnancy and they just haven't been doing anything or um, helping them take, continue on their fitness journey and take it to the next level. Um, what's your program look like to help like on-ramp uh, say like a mom who's ha like had two or three kids and has like not exercised before, right? Yeah, for sure, right. There's, so there has to be a baseline approach, a, a methodical baseline entry point. And so I've been meticulous to create that within the course. Um, and I've had the pleasure of coaching three mothers of 10, uh, women as old as 68 and as young as 29. One, one of the women I coached was also still holds records, records at Notre Dame for D1 running. So it's not about it's not about fitting some perfect uh, ideal customer avatar, so having some body that fits, you know, or some mindset that fits for the start line. It's about starting with those women where they're at. Here's the one caveat is if they need to lose an excess of weight, I often start with just food. They're just not in a place to begin with the regiment of fitness that I've laid out. So that, that, and we can branch over into that and why that became a superfoods company to first really, really get their inflammation and weight down and clear up their mindset. And um, so I, I'm able to start with any woman, no matter where she's at. I will say that probably 80%, 85% of gals who come to me are able to then start actually in the full, full on programming. And the way I tailor that then is there's nightly accountability. So every night they're checking in with me on an online training log. They're getting on a sport log and telling me their morning heart rate, their, uh, you know, did they nap? Did they, how many hours did they sleep? How do they feel? Are they sore? Did they emotionally eat? And the whole bit, they're downloading the details of their day. And right there, I comment and critique and help hold their feet to the fire, but also give praise where praise is due. Uh, women don't hear enough about how smashingly great of a job that they do, you know, and there's women that on a daily basis, I'm like, you're a champ, you're an ace, you're amazing, you're inspirational, you are, you're doing this, you are showing up, you are in your yes, you know, we need to hear that as women, because our job is so hard. And uh, it's, it's hard enough to try to raise saints, but it's hard enough to be a saint yourself and to, to continue a path of being knit together physically spiritually and mentally so that you're healthy and you're as saint Amosacleta says you know our bodies our body is the armor and our soul is the warrior and if we train both we'll be ready for anything but too many women are not training both they have mm -hmm. food in their life somehow up into excess and they have physical fitness or self-care down into depravity and that's that leads to instability so right there helping those women where they're at their baseline and that daily accountability certainly personalizes that for them. I mean, I've had women come to me who are like, help, I cannot, everything, I deal with everything in life with wine and peanut butter. That's like my only go-to. I have to break this cycle. You know, she's not, a, a, you know, an ounce overweight, but it's like, yeah, but you have a serious dependency. Seriously, that is imprisoning you. So we're going to set you free from that. Mm -hmm. So everyone gets kind of their unique 
approach and specifically women who haven't been doing anything to answer your question, Neil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I intentionally put some videos in there of me like one month postpartum beginning to exercise again so that they can see that I'm just not always this uber duper super fit chick. You know, I want to resonate with them. I show them with my diastasis recti. Like, yeah, I look pregnant. I know I'm not pregnant in that video, but I look pregnant because you know, my body does the same thing yours does to, to have these babies. So yeah, seven times over I've had babies. We lost one shortly after birth. So oh. I, I did it. <coughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. I'm just taking it all in and I was just very sorry for the loss. That's, that's yeah. like the worst thing in the world. Will. I have a saint in heaven. This is actually a point of rejoicing for our family. Like if our goal is to get our children to heaven, having one that passes two hours after birth back into the arms of Jesus and Mary, like really that one I know is going to be fine. It's the other six we got to worry about. Mm. (laughs) We, we had a miscarriage last year and kind of my wife came to the, we kind of came to the same conclusion that, Hey, that that's one, that's one that we've already, (laughs) we've, we've accomplished our goal with that one. Now (laughs) we need to worry about the other two that we've, we've got with us. So whatever God needs to use to sanctify us i know once early in my marriage i said to my husband i said the only thing i couldn't survive would be the death of one of our children and uh, we only got to hold our little joseph for two hours he was born at 33 work 33 weeks born with a bad heart i mean i'm a woman who's used her heart and her lungs like to do everything in life and i'm like my child has a bad heart are you kidding me um but god needed that exact thing to help sanctify me bring me into a greater place of trust and um surrendering right i'm not in control i would have fixed the heart right who wouldn't have but mm-hmm. yeah sorry i'm just saying man the minnesota that's not even funny i just yeah i mean it's um okay well i i i am inspired i'm definitely very inspired by everything that you're saying and particularly um i think for me I, um, you know, I guess that the, there's a lot of people I see, I'm fine where I'm at, like I'm healthy enough, like I'm, I'm good enough. Um, and to hear how uh, you can actually, you, you have a way of looking at their, their lifestyle, their habits and everything else like that. And, and talk about like, you're not bad, but like there's, there's work to do. There's improvement to make. There's, there's things that we could be doing. Um, I think that's, that's awesome. Cause like, that's one of the things I don't think I'm very good at is would be coaching. Uh, like when I've done, when I've coaching women and, uh, girls, like I'm, that's not my good, that's not my strength. (laughs) That's not where I'm at. And, uh, um, so that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so glad you're out here doing this. I'm like, I'm going to have to go look up about signing this up and maybe like share this with my wife, you know, after she has our uh, fourth child. Oh, beautiful. Congrats. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was actually thinking the exact same thing because um, we, we're expecting our third right now. So <laughs> when, when all is said and done. You're trying to keep up with Neil, are you? <laughs> trying, trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's, I mean, once you're behind, you're behind. It's just so hard to catch up, right? Um, so... Uh, so I, I like, like uh, one of the other things I was, I love how you, um, were talking about like fitting it into a mother and a, a mother's lifestyle. Right. So like, if you're trying to 
raise your kids and be at home with them as much as possible and don't have access to your commercial gyms, uh, uh, different ways of doing that. So it's basically, so you're saying a lot of stuff is like um, minimal equipment and just like body weight exercises and things like that. Yeah. Body weight exercises are using props that they already have. I mean, we have one of my videos is hamper health. Another word, another one is bench basics, you know, just use a bench chair. Uh, we have canned good cardio. Um, and then just, you know, a lot of them need a ton of general strength. So they just need to start without the resistance and get a few weeks under their belt of, of just, you know, body weight strength essentially, and being able to coordinate muscle groups and isolate muscle groups and, you know, like learn, really learn. And then I always send them out into the deep after the eight weeks with, okay, now you need to add resistance. You need to be lifting. Um, and not every time, but I give them kind of the formula to go with. Um, as they become a grad gal. When they work with me, they're wise gals. Wise is women improving sport and spiritual endurance. So they're wise gals. They become wise. We have to live like wise women. Um, and then ultimately they graduate and they still get drip fed content and they also still part of the community. So it's not this precipitous ending like, good job, you showed up for eight weeks and now you're done. And now you can settle again and be whatever you want to be. No, it's like you show up on that weekly call with the moment I'm coaching and you let me know what we're celebrating with you. What is your, what is your progress and what perspective is shifting in you now? Um, so it's, it's a beautiful comprehensive thing. Like we just try to, to leave anyone to their own devices and, and feel like they're out there a long time to accomplish this, but yeah, it's fun, fun community. Love it. That's awesome. And, and, and then how, how is it, um, I guess, what spiritual insights have you gained from this journey of, uh, of, with coaching kind of, how is it, how has it shaped and developed your faith life as you've been doing this? Oh, a ton, because I have to have new material all the time. I mean, I lead 52 zooms a year and women want to know the next best thing they can really focus on and, and chew on. And you've got to give them things that are life-giving and impactful. Um, Pope St. John Paul II is a huge inspiration to me. I mean, the, the quotes I have, I happen to have a really amazing lineup of quotes. I should email it to you just so you know where it's all housed, but it's like, I can just refer to any one of these and get so much to chew on. I mean, this one, every Christian is called to become a strong athlete of Christ. That is a faithful and courageous witness to his gospel. But to succeed in this, he must persevere in prayer, be trained in virtue and follow the divine master in everything. And there's just, there's so many, I mean, you can't even exhaust the man, right? He's, uh, he's amazing. Oh, um, so yeah. Like I took a full semester power. course doing nothing but studying John Paul II for my master's degree. And we barely scratched the yeah. surface. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so this week for the gal, I, I just extrapolate, extrapolated out of this book, these beautiful bones by Emily Stimson about our dignity in our work, you know, the mundane, the laundry and the dishes that will never end. But how do we see ourselves um, participating in those body and soul? How can those, those be moments uh, for our sanctification? And so sometimes our topics aren't specifically, I mean, within the course, it's all about faith and fitness and food. But sometimes our weekly Zooms are like how to host your healthiest party. Oh, wait, we don't party anymore. We're in COVID. Um, how to travel savvy as a Catholic and be super healthy. How to, um, how to get others motivated to be fit. How to, yeah, how to build up your man and his, his fit journey. And 
just so, so many topics, but how has my faith impacted? You know, when you're teaching, you're always having to uncover more information and truth. So there's an element of study. And I feel very grateful that, that my job, as it were, my J-O-B, my joy of being, uh, necessitates that I keep learning and that I keep creating and that I keep, uh, you know, at the, on the edge of, of what I'm trying to affect in other people. I really, if I stagnate, if I get lazy, if I settle, I lose my voice entirely. It's like I have nothing to write, nothing to say. Um, and there have been some hard moments being super duper sick with our seventh. I was in the fetal position for four months, two, two springs or two, two falls ago. And I just, I was like, my goodness, how do I tell them to be healthy and get up and go out there and do it? Because I'm like, all things can't even get off this couch. And I'm begging the Lord, like, how, how am I going to do this? I have no idea. And I am so tough. <laughs> and I don't think I can do this. Um, so it's, it is interesting because you can't always be, you're not always going to be your fittest, most amazing self. You're going to go through spiritual darkness. You're going to have stuff happen, but I'm learning to be less bulletproof and more, more authentic. And that is always going to grow you spiritually. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's a journey. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a, that, that constant grind, I think is like one of the always one of the most challenging things and learning how to embrace that um and to not always see it as like a burden but like a part of the process and the gift and like you've mentioned earlier whether it was this one or last week about like taking your talents and multiplying them um that it's always necessary i mean with both men and myself doing ministry i mean we have to talk about jesus every week sometimes what i have in certain weeks i have 12 programs that I run where I'm talking about Jesus, right? Like, because I teach, I, you know, teach faith formation, middle school, high school stuff, like all this different, like, so I'll have to speak, you know, 12 times in a week. And um, yeah, if I'm not on point with my faith life, or if I'm just having a hard time, <laughs> right, a uh, hard time or whatever, it's very difficult to try to actually authentically, like, not be, you know, hollow when you're speaking to people. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Sure. I mean, we all can get really good at talking about God, but we have to get really good at talking to God, not to make just a, a cliche phrase jump in here. But honestly, um, I have good formation too from my spiritual director who's like, Rebecca, you are feeding so many people that if you're not really being fed, you are going, your font will run dry. So even just this morning, he's been for years had me make a holy hour every, I mean, I've adjusted it to be, uh, early Friday morning, but I get up an hour earlier than I ever would want to and just make a, a holy hour at home. Because if I'm not praying, if I'm, if I'm not reading and praying and really digging in, I just, I don't have anything to give. And that's what, that's often the case when, when women come to me, if they, they've just run out, they know there's, they've signed up to be poured out. That is their whole life and their whole mission, but they're not stopping off at the fonts that refuel them. And they are like on fumes. And so that's, it's amazing just that little bit of getting them to realize things like you doing your 20 minute workout today, like take a 30,000 foot view of that. If that means you're going to sleep better, if that means it's going to keep your anxiety and depression in check, if that means better libido, if that means you going in the kitchen and deciding to eat a salad and not a peanut butter jiffy sandwich, if that means that you got to connect with a girlfriend, if that means that you got some breathing room or that you, you know, got out into the environment and interacted with the elements, like 
give yourself as many layers as you can. It's not just about this, oh, so-and-so's personal sweat session. It's not. That 20 minutes has like the weight of eternity on it. It's going to make you raise your family in a different culture. It's going to make you look at yourself in a mirror in the mirror in a different way. And you're going to take different opportunities. And you're going to say yes so much more fully and more profoundly. All because you decided to work out for 20 minutes today. Yes, that is how important it is. Yes how do and you, amen. Okay, so now I want to know, how do you help these women that you're coaching get the motivation? Because that's the, that's the big struggle, right? It's, if, you, if you're motivated, it's really easy to step in and get exercise and do something. Out. I'm or cutting out. You're, you're cutting out. I'm cutting. Okay. Get off of the gym and start podcasting. <laughs> All right. She's called me out. I'm trying to multitask. No. Uh, so okay. motivate. What was your question? Because it was just like, yeah. out. it was something about Sorry. women and like, how do they respond to it? Was that what you were trying to get at? Well, how do you, how do you again. motivate them? <laughs> how do you motivate them when they're struggling in motivation? Because when you're motivated, it's really easy to go do 20 minutes. But when you're not, when you're tired, when your kids are just running your last nerve and the last thing you want to do is, you know, all you want to do is curl up in a ball in the, you know, in bed or something like that. How do you, how do you help them find that motivation? Even when you know it's, what's going to be good for you. It's just so hard to do sometimes. And uh, so definitely mindset, 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 right? Mindset. I don't know. They say it's like 80% of it. Mechanics is the 20%. Yeah. You don't. You don't want to work out. You don't want to find the time. You feel exhausted. You, you know, it's, it's about going back into the why that I help them create. It's a unique and totally Catholic why that has to hit to their core. We talk about strengthening the core. This is the first core that has to be strengthened is your, your will, where you're, you're going to face the music and say, you know what? I have answered these questions with absolute clarity. I choose to be faithful and fit because I reject living in my personal health because this impacts everyone in my life because, and my faith is directly impacted because like that at the very basics of the mindset that we begin to create in, in week one, these women are put on mission. They're put on point and they have that to go back to. They have to go back there every day. They take a few minutes of gratitude journaling. They make a 50 stack of awesome. Like, why are you awesome? What has God done for you? And that's hard. Sometimes we don't like to like toot our own horn, but we need to remember, we need to remember our giftings. We need to remember how important that this is, who all is depending on us. It's the body of Christ thing. You know, like if I have a little sliver in my pinky toe, it's telling my whole body, dude, you got a sliver in your pinky toe. Ouch. If you're going to live as a sliver, you're, you're affecting the whole body. You're not able to step up into that, into that full speed run we should be able to do because you're limping with that sliver that's gouging you. So like get the sliver out of your excuses. Get, the, get into your yes. Dig in there. If you don't feel like you have the energy, I guarantee exercising is actually what gives you the energy. That's such a foreign concept to people. They're like, I'm so tired. I don't even, sport sounds like the worst possible thing you could heap on top of my exhaustion. It's like you're exhausted because you're not doing any sport. So let's get you going. Let's get you out there. Let's get you active. When you're out there and active, your baby's going to take an incredible nap in the jogger and you're going <laughs> to, 
<laughs> you're going to get even more energized because your, your child is resting and your child is, you know, so like just helping women understand how multifaceted all of this is and ditch the excuses, make excuses for why you get to go exercise. And it does take a lot of communication with husbands. You know, you could be like, Hey, that hot dinner I just made for you. It's got 45 more, 45 more minutes to bake. So see in 45, I'm out of here, you know, <laughs> and like just making the space, have a plan A. Maybe it's the first of the morning. If plan A doesn't work, get as serious about your plan B. Three o'clock hour is going to roll around. Get yourself out there. Go beat the path with a divine mercy chaplet, whatever it is. Plan B doesn't work. Plan C, do some core in the pelvic floor at night, 10 minutes before bed. You know, just commit, 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 and don't feel like you're being stopped. You're not. If anyone's stopping you, it's you. I love this. Preach, <laughs> sister. Like, I just need to go. I need to go to the gym now. I need to yeah. leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> behind me right there no. i'm i'm here i'm gonna grab some dumbbells and get to work yeah i need to go to the gym that's one thing but self-care is everything from resting to racing and mm -hmm. i and i fully train women that there are a lot of days when your body's gonna say go 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 hike that go climb that go do that go and then there's legitimately days for any athlete where your body says slow and you need to pick something that's restorative it's active but it's restorative and you feel good and you're just recreating and then there's days when the body says no and a stupid athlete is one who doesn't listen to when the body is actually saying no so you have to you have to prioritize rest if you want to get to racing and if you're racing you better prioritize rest so it's the whole gamut and that's what i teach them i give them I give them every tool they could possibly need to become fit and I think the, the real the real trick is learning when it's your body saying no and when your your mind is just saying no and your body's actually good to go. <laughs> I think it's really easy to just decide my body's saying no today when it's really just your mind is saying, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but well, there's the reason I always preach do the next right thing and the next hard thing. You know, and we do it in micro bursts too. If, if we have to begin that way, um, we may not find a 45 minute slot, an hour slot. Most often I don't, you know, but, but I know how important that 20 or 30 minutes is to me. My goodness, it makes my whole future brighter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. All right. I think we're, we're pretty much out of time. We got to start wrapping this thing up, but, um, as much as I would love to keep going, I mean, well, you know, I mean, I I, I, I was like, I, I it, okay. If as brief as you want, talk about the food side of things. Oh yes. The whole, you have the food. Oh, golly. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. As brief as I want. So I will keep it brief, but essentially I know from my own health and, and being depleted through, you know, decades of competition, high level competition, seven babies, uh, just everything that I, I need nutritional support. And as much as I'm dedicated to raising, we raise all our own meats. I grow almost an acre of garden. Like we do the thing, right? But still, I can't grow some of these things in my garden in North Idaho. I need more antioxidant. I need more alkalinizing foods. I need more foods that deal with inflammation, all of these things. And so I partnered with Purium, P-U-R-I-U-M, Purium Superfoods, so that I can supply my clients, myself, my family, my friends with the most amazing nutrition out there. I mean, I've been comparing labels for a long time. I'm like, there's nothing that meets these quality standards. So basically I take at least a regiment of four things a day, which deal with firstly 
getting aminos directly into my blood quick in 23 minutes as an athlete, I need to recover, but I also need to be fully fueled to go out and do things. Um, so I take a super aminos, which is 99% bioavailable. So good for the body. So ready. Um, I take a super power shake and the power shake has 96% of all the phytonutrients I need. Everything that our, our sad or standard American diets are missing today. That shake just, I mean, that's what I'm fasting on today is just the shake. Um, and I feel so good. I wish I'm like, where has this been for every Lent of my whole life? <laughs> to go without, but not go without. I mean, I'm, I'm hungry because it's not near the calories I need as a nursing mother, but to know that I'm also um, being so, so sustained. I also take a biome medic. Biome medic is going to go in into the gut microbiome and strip out the glyphosate. Glyphosate is Roundup's primary chemical sprayed in the billions of pounds on our crops in our food. It makes our bodies freak out. Um, so it's releasing that from the gut, helping the gut lining heal. If you know the gut brain connection, it's very, very real. Extremely. Yeah. I mean, think of all the things I do. I mean, homeschooling, the farming, the business, the life, the clean house, the 55 acres to manicure the, I mean, I'm doing a, a zillion things. It's because I have this nutrition onboarded and the last product I take each day, each day is apothecary and that's super antioxidant. It's going to just rid my body of the junk, but it's also going to take my inflammation down. We all have way more inflammation than we would ever want to admit to. Um, lastly, it's super, uh, boosting of mel of serotonin. Do I think, do, do I act like I have a little serotonin, happy hormone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serotonin. Mm. Melatonin too. Melatonin. This stuff is crazy dream sauce. Um, I call it sleepy sauce, but it literally puts me into that deep REM sleep so that I can regenerate because mm -hmm. as a parent, I gotta be sleeping. Sleep is the foundation of all of my functions. So those four products are where I start everyone. But I have, uh, since I started this on the feast of our lady of the rosary, we did a, we did a 28 day blitz with this as a reset to pray for our nation and our president between Our Lady of the Rosary. We prayed the rosary, did 30 minutes of fitness and took these superfoods all the way to November 3rd. Um, and that changed my health. It really changed my health. I have, you know, I've got my own issues. I'm not, I'm not perfect, but uh, it really super duper changed my health. And I thought, you know, I'm going to be telling people about this from here till forever. So I may as well, you know, I may as well make money doing it. So um, I've had tens of women transform with me now. And I, I love it. Every day getting messages of oh, man, I'm down 22 pounds or like I have no more PMS symptoms or, you know, my hair is all regrowing or whatever it is. I'm, like, Ooh, you know, I'm very interested in that last one because my I'm wife keeps ending up in the tub drain and I have to clean it out. So <laughs> no pregnancy, there's a shedding cycle too. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I guess I need to get pregnant again. My ponytail is gone again. And then it'll be like horse hair when I'm pregnant, you know? Um, but the, this is real. Our bodies need support. And when our bodies are ma making other bodies, we definitely need support. So it's just another, another offering I have as far as helping people heal and they can get a super deep discount. Um, if they use my referral, referral code fit Catholic mom and just, yeah, helping families, helping families out of all of the things that we don't need to be suffering. We are unnecessarily suffering through our depleted food, through our depleted lifestyles, through our lack of fit culture. Uh, we should be living and our lives should be so amazing that we are attractive Catholics. 
I'm not kidding. Attractive Catholics. Why? Everything about us should be attracting others to truth. Truth of your body, truth of your mind, truth of your fertility, truth of your food, truth of your everything you do. You know? Amen. Attractive Catholics. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole, like, I mean, part of the modern dilemma of the the transcendentals of truth, beauty, and goodness. There is a, like, what is truth anymore? There's an attack on it. There's no sense of goodness because of, the, if you have no God, there's no sense of actual moral sense. It's all just sort of skewed in the world. It's the only thing we have left to evangelize with um, would be beauty. And I think it was like von Balthasar, von Balthasar who first like proposed this idea that's been taken up by like Bishop Barron and other like clergy because like we need and that's john paul too taking people to the mountaintop mm -hmm. right just like your experience you know having mass on the mountaintop is like it, it it says something it says something um significant that like no amount of eloquent speech can do yeah yep. and anything the church puts down the culture picks up you know the world picks up so I guarantee there's Catholics out there who want to know what to do with nutrition, who want to know what to do with their bodies for fitness. Like we, we collectively, the three of us and so many others are answering that call. We have to, the church has all the answers. So let's give her a voice. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that's it. Perfect. I love it. Gonna, I think let's snip it out. Yeah, I think that's that's as good a note as any to wrap this up on. So you have you have your website, fitcatholicmom.com. Where can they go to get the nutrition supplements and everything else that you were talking about? Yeah, they should reach out to me. Um, they can direct message me off Instagram or Facebook or Rebecca at Fit Catholic Mom. Um, this is not any any in any way some just generalized everyone do the same thing i want to work with them i want to hear what they need and make sure that we're supporting them at the, at the best level that we can so yeah reach out let's connect all right uh again her website fitcatholicmom.com uh rebecca at fifth fitcatholicmom.com for an email uh neil where well before we do that rebecca thank you so much for being here this has been a lot of fun uh, we're going to have to have you back because we're out of time today, but we will have to have you back again sometime if you're willing to do that, because this has been great. Uh, Neil, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us uh, in our basements working out. They can also find us at uh, Prayer and Push-Ups, uh, any of the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and uh, Prayer and Push-Ups podcast at gmail.com and prayerandpushups.org. Amen. We are organized there, so we pretend to be anyway. Uh, so with that, everybody, thank you for joining and listening. We will have yet another guest episode next week. So come back next week. Uh, you'll hear from our, our next guest. We're just, we're just going to keep bringing the quality Catholic fitness gurus here. So uh, get out there. Let's live intentionally. God bless everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>